Dad, I have a question. Are companies liable for the things people write about on their websites or apps? Hi, everybody. I'm Spencer. And I'm Luke. And on today's episode of Dad, I have a question, we're going to be talking about if companies are responsible for what people write on their websites or apps. So it's been a little while since we've recorded an episode. Sorry about that, everybody. Um, we, like everybody else around the world, have been dealing with coronavirus stuff, and we are on home lockdown. I think this is like day 20-something, uh, like most of California and like most much of the country. Um, so uh, we figured we'd make this episode about something other than coronavirus, and this is a question that comes up a lot when Luke is looking on the web, and so I thought we'd tackle it. Um, by the way, because we are all mostly on home, on home lockdown all over the world, um, we, if there's ever a time to listen to our podcast, it's, <laughs> it's now. Always promoting. I like that. So, <laughs> so, okay. What's an example of like a website that, that you, that you had in mind when you asked this question? Um, okay. So like I was mostly thinking about like social media websites, mm-hmm. like Facebook, for example. Mm-hmm. Um, and like people write a lot of not so nice stuff on mm. those websites. I mean, I'm not, I'm not on any of them, but, um, but you are on, what do you watch a lot of videos on YouTube? Okay. So, so like, let's use YouTube as an example. Let's say somebody uploads a video on YouTube that's like, you know, threatens a, uh, you know, says he's going to commit a crime, for example. Right. Right. He's like, I'm going to rob a bank or something like that. Mm-hmm. Right. So I think the question is, is YouTube is YouTube some is YouTube responsible for that person for is is YouTube liable for someone to get can someone get mad at YouTube right. for having that video up on their website Okay so it's a great question and the answer generally speaking is no YouTube is not responsible and um it's the the reason for that is there's a law that was passed in um oh gosh I think I think it was 1996. It was like the very early on the internet. Um, Yeah, it was 1996. Okay. And it's called Section 230 of the Communications Decency Act, okay, or the CDA. And so people just call this Section 230. And what Section 230 says is it basically says that those platforms like YouTube and Facebook and whatever are not responsible. Specifically, I I Googled the, the language. It says, no provider or user of an interactive computer service, that's what we used to call these things in 1996 because nobody had nobody knew the term social media yet. So no provider or user of an interactive computer service shall be treated as the publisher or speaker of any information provided by another information content provider. So super confusing. That kind of brought up something. I mean, we'll, we'll go over what that means in a second, but that kind of brought up something that I hadn't thought about yet was that not only is YouTube liable for having that, not only like is or is not YouTube liable for having that up on their site, but also does does YouTube having it on their site perhaps mean, and it doesn't, but like perhaps mean that they support that view. Right. Because if they didn't, they would obviously take it down. Well, what, the, what this one little sentence and what this section 230 basically says is that these websites that host um, user-generated content, which we've talked about in this podcast, Um, they are basically like a town square. They're like the equivalent of me operating a, um, like a, like a a community space where people come and grab a cup of coffee and debate and talk about stuff. And, you know, if people do that in my, in my, my community space, in my bar, in my, come and sue you. Exactly. It's not, it's not, I'm not liable for what people say inside of my community space. And this law basically extended that philosophy to the internet. And um, it is a very, very, very important law 
for the growth of the internet. Because without Section 230, there probably wouldn't be a YouTube. There probably wouldn't be a Facebook. Right, these companies would be too scared of being liable exactly. uh, for st- st- stuff that's not said nicely on their websites. So, so libel is a perfect example, right? Like you're not allowed to libel somebody, or uh, which means like you're not allowed to say um, uh, a, an intentional lie about somebody else in order to cause them harm. Um, but, um, but that's you being responsible. But if you did it in a video on YouTube, YouTube would not be responsible. So basically what section 230 says is that these platforms do not need to police the content that gets put up on their websites. I mean, coincidentally, the ones that are, I mean, obviously there's still not great stuff on YouTube and Facebook and whatnot, but still the ones that are the most popular are the ones that are that police it slightly for example i know that youtube has certain policies in place for what can yeah. and cannot be in a video okay you're right so and they will yeah. tell users that they can't post videos anymore okay great point so the companies can create their own limitations right but um and, and that's allowed but um but but general like laws you know generally they're not responsible unless they choose to be responsible for the content that gets published but there are some exceptions Okay. Right. I was about to ask what some loopholes are. <laughs> so, um, and so, also follow up to that once you're done. Where does this not apply? Like, what kind of what kind of stuff? What kind of places could they be responsible for? So, well, that, that's sort of the same thing. So, the exceptions to right. to, to Section two thirty. One of them is intellectual property uh, limitations. So, for example, you can't upload to YouTube a um, video that violates somebody else's trademark, right? You can't upload um, uh, a song that is copyrighted or you can't upload a TV episode that is copyrighted. I would say, yes, okay, that makes sense. And we've talked about this. Remember we talked about Napster a long time ago, how Napster was this file sharing um, system a long time ago and the record company sued it because it um, it allowed for trademark violation. But why do I see so many like blah 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 TV show full episodes? Because stuff? those the, okay, great question on YouTube. Those companies, those those TV um, rights holders, so like the TV network right. or the producers or whatever, they're uploading it themselves. Cool. So that's allowed. But actually, it's interesting when Google bought YouTube. Gosh, I don't remember that was like two thousand. 2002 or something like you know 15 years ago YouTube was one of the reasons that YouTube sold was because they were being crushed by lawsuits from those rights holders from right. from the TV networks and the movie studios and stuff because people were uploading movies and TV shows and YouTube couldn't handle the um, all the lawsuits that they were being attacked by and so they sold like for a lot for a couple billion dollars but the YouTube is now worth hundreds of billion dollars of dollars within Google, and it, and one of the reasons is because Google was able to police that and and took all that stuff down, and then went to the rights holders and said, "Hey, will you put it up legally?" It's not per- and it's not perfect still because like right. you can still find a pirated movie, like you can still find like a, a like a, a like a shaky like camera that they like, they like, snuck into the movie theater, like Avengers Endgame full movie. Before it's supposed to be there. Yes, that's but true. But it's much better than it used to be. That's true. So there are a couple other exceptions to to two thirty. Um, one of them um, has to do with terrorism. I'm pretty sure that you're not. Al- I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure that you're not allowed to like um, write on Facebook like I'm going to blow up. Uh, you know uh, the you know whatever the this right. you know whatever this okay. building and commit a terrorist act and like that not only are you not allowed to do that but but Facebook and and YouTube are not allowed to keep that content up 
And I'm pretty sure that there's some other, a couple other laws that are like super duper bad, like murder and stuff that, right. that are, are, are but awesome. how, but like, it's, is it possible that at some point these websites become so big that they can't police them anymore? Yes. Like there's a, I'm, I'm, I'm I'll, go, I'll go look this up once our podcast is over, but like, I'm sure there's like a trillion videos on YouTube. Yeah. Like so how are we supposed to know? How so that's, to know? so this is one of the main arguments that the platforms like Facebook and YouTube have in favor of 230. They say, look, like we can't police this. It's not physically possible to police it. Or, you know, if you're the New York Times and there are comments, I mean, if there's some articles in the New York Times where there are hundreds of thousands of comments. And so the New York Times would be like, how can we possibly read all these and like take it down? Like we can't, right? So that's one of the main arguments in favor of 230. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but, but there are a lot of um, lawmakers that are trying to, to, to get rid of Section 230 or scale it back significantly because of the 2016 election. So what what ha- basically happened in the 2016 election? Do you remember? There was interference from Russia who bought Facebook ads. Exactly, exactly, and and did lots of other stuff. They like created fake Twitter accounts, and and you know they interfered. And so and basically, we are, we are we are only talking about this not from a political standpoint, <laughs> but from a business standpoint. <laughs> yes, because yes. I'm very very specific about how <laughs> yeah. we do not get. <laughs> Luke likes to keep this very apolitical. Um, so you're you're right. Um, that uh, and, and so what what happened basically is, you know, Facebook t- took the position of, hey, look, we're not responsible for what's written on our website. We're just like a town square, and people say all sorts of crazy it's stuff, like also, true it's like, and it's false. Free, it's like free speech, you know. It's like this is a platform where yes. where people talk basically. Exactly, you and can't tell them and, they can't and, talk. and they might talk with truths. They might talk with untruths. So, um, so for example, one of the things that Russia is alleged to have done was they bought ads. That said, um, the the election is on a different date than it really was, and they targeted certain populations, people that were that were likely to vote in a certain way, in order to trick them and get them to show up at the wrong day on the polling. Right. So the question is: Is that is Facebook responsible for preventing that ad from showing up on Facebook? Right. Section two thirty says no, they're not responsible. But the the you know the impact of them not being responsible is that that fake ad shows up on Facebook and people right. are tricked and they don't show up on time. So for for to vote. So there are a lot of lawmakers that are trying to make the platforms responsible and basically like undo Section two thirty. And I don't know what's going to happen with with all that. From honestly, because of coronavirus, a lot of that debate is kind of on hold right now. But that was pretty yeah. you know that was that was pretty hot in in politics like a couple months ago. Um. Okay, I think I think that's that's pretty much it for me for um, Section Two Thirty. Anything cool. else for me? Um, no, I guess you know is the only other the, the another platform where this comes into play a lot, like right. where people say all sorts of stuff on Twitter, and and Twitter's attitude is, look, we can't be responsible for policing all of this. There's billions of tweets sent a day, so you know it has. And to. I th- I think that honestly, like they they I feel like they do kind of try because really nothing nothing comes out of them letting people write bad stuff on their website you know all it does is all it does is make all the other people who are good people on their website be like oh i don't even want to be here anymore you know Mm -hmm. so i feel like they i feel like most most companies try their best and they can't police all of it so i feel like that's why it's good we have section 230 okay Uh. um okay i can sum it up really quickly great um so section 230 is it says that Com- that companies like social media or any website is not re- or app is not responsible for what is written on that website by people. Perfect. 
Thanks, everybody. Stay safe. Wash your hands. <laughs> Bye. Bye.